Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round three recap for this week's Sony Open. And joining me to break it all down, Sia Najad is here. Sia, welcome. Happy Saturday. Uh, what am I doing here on a round three recap? I- I'm actually super happy to be here. There's a-, there's a lot going on, but honestly, for me, it's mainly golf because you guys know I watch some NFL, but I don't think there's an NFL game going on right now, or at least not one that passes for an NFL game. I, I watched a little bit of it, and it got out of hand early, and I said, well, time to go back and watch some golf. Producer Jacob stepping out from the shadows, coming on stage. Producer Jacob, so stoked to have you here. What's up? You mentioned uh, an NFL game. I think it is going on. And, you know, I took the Patriots in a teaser, so I don't feel like a total idiot. <laughs> but I still feel like a little bit of an idiot. So, you know, that's where that's where I'm currently at. Well, just need them. Just need them to lose by 10. If anybody wants to monitor that crash and burn, uh, the first cut, we bring it all to you. And in the reflection behind me, there is that game going on. So you're welcome. We, we've got it all here for you on the first oh, cut wow. round. On, right. on CBS. So you're just really surrounded by great CBS programming. That's right. How about some golf? Russell Henley, our 36-hole leader, still our 54-hole leader, this time two shots clear of the chase pack. And it was... A little bit of a slow start for Russell out of the gate here, Sia, but he started to figure it out. He got settled down. He made birdies on 15 and 17, and now it's just another opportunity to sleep on the lead and potentially get his second Sony Open victory. Yeah, but there's, you know, it's funny. It was it was quite the stumble, in my opinion. Obviously, he made up for it a little bit there, but, I mean, if you just look at the metrics, it's it wasn't really the best look for him. And I think there's enough guys behind him, uh, guys that I like, that guys that we've talked about on the first cut for a few weeks now that are kind of the, some of the up-and-comer guys, some old guys like Matt Kuchar. I think he's – my impression here is that he's going to get caught. I think he looked a little uncomfortable, Jacob. I think, you know, the the tweet that you put out was was perfect, right, where on 13 he's – 30 yards short of the pin. There's a greenside bunker eight yards in front of him, and he dumps it right in there like I would do every single time. It was the most relatable shot of golf I've seen already in this 2022 year, but that's the kind of stuff that he's going to battle on Sunday as everybody else is trying to chase him down. Yeah, I mean, I think he's been getting it done this week off the tee, and uh, there was definitely some times today where he didn't look like he was getting it done off the tee, and the approach game also failed him a little as well coming up short on that hole which was uh i can't remember what hole that was but yeah he looked exactly like us which is just lay the sod <laughs> over the ball yes. and put it into the bunker and then he ended up not looking like us because he ended up going up and down and saving par i think so yeah that's that's know. the thing the, the gap from his worst shot he's probably ever hit to the very next shot which is just an absolutely filthy 
you know, get it back there and and manage to get out out with too much with too much damage is is why we are not professionals. But this is now two straight weeks, Sia, where the scoring's just been kind of crazy. Another record-setting week. This week was the lowest cut in Sony Open history. Without wind on these golf courses, the professionals just absolutely destroy them. Yeah, that's the thing. And you know, last week it, it was tough because there weren't a lot of pitfalls and, and there's not a lot of pitfalls here. Fortunately, the chase pack here is, is abundant, but um, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely a scoring fest, which is why I said that, you know, with Henley, it's just not really a good look in terms of like looking at the metrics and the score, because, you know, if you're not, I mean, three under in round three, I mean, just that's not going to do, I mean, granted, the, I think the scores, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the scores in round three were a little bit lower than the the prior two days, but still that that's not going to get it done. So if he comes out and shoots that again tomorrow, He's not winning this thing. Yeah, the field was about a stroke and a half under par on Saturday. So Russell Henley gains about a shot and a half on the field. But it was Hideki Matsuyama who goes out and shoots a 63, producer Jacob. And he's only moved up three spots on the leaderboard. But this felt like the biggest move. Got four shots better in terms of his relation to Russell Henley. And he's doing it in a way that we don't normally see. He is rolling absolutely every single putt in which is very very scary stuff for the rest of the field it is uh it's actually i think we're seeing great hideki today you see him with the one-handed club finish and the balls <laughs> the ball ends up 20 feet from the hole the only difference is he's actually rolling in that 20 foot putt he yeah. is currently for the week uh gaining more strokes on the green than he is approach off the tee around the green tee to green combined which you know we all know that when Hideki does that, Hideki's probably going to win. Uh, and the odds reflect that whenever we get there. I mean, he's pretty much the only person within a, a sniff of Henley here. Uh, so if Henley has another bad day, then I think Hideki realistically is the only person that can catch him. Nearly six and a half strokes gained with the putter on the week. And see, to put that into perspective. So obviously we were only three rounds into this event. Hideki's best tournament ever for full rounds, 6.55 strokes gained with the putter at the Players' Championship. So if he stopped right now, this would be the second best putting week of his career. Obviously, there's a chance that he loses strokes with the flat stick on Sunday, but we are literally ceiling, seeing a ceiling Hideki. Yeah, I just wonder if he can do it again. Because, I mean, if you just isolate round three, he almost gained four strokes putting. Last I checked the live leaderboard. And I just feel like, listen, off the tee and approach hasn't really been bad. I mean, he's he's gaining a significant amount off the tee, not really on approach. I, I just wonder, you know, can Hideki, he's done it for three days. I just wonder if he can do it for a fourth day. Gaining four strokes in round three with the putter. It's not exactly the formula I'm looking for in terms of finding my leader. I mean, if anything, obviously, Spenson hasn't been super impressive either when you look at the metrics, particularly in round three, but guys like Seamus Power. I mean, Seamus Power had a had another nice day, and I feel like he's a guy that's kind of one of those middling names that we've talked about on the first cut quite a bit. I know he's four strokes back, but it wouldn't shock me if he came back and won this thing. But what, with In terms of how consistency he's, he, he's going and another bogey-free day, it just seems like he's the guy that might be able to catch one of these top guys. The group at 14 is interesting. So Russell Henley, 18 under, two shots clear of Hideki Matsuyama. He's at 16 under. Then we've got a handful at 14, Adam Svensson, Seamus Power, Matt Kuchar, and 
Haltong Lee Jacob, that's not a name that we have necessarily uttered often on the First Cup podcast as of late. He doesn't even have status on the PGA Tour right now. He's playing on a sponsor's exemption, and he is just trying to ride a hot week, potentially earn as many points, as much money, potentially parlay this into more and more starts. Yeah, I kind of got a, a little bit of a flashback to the PGA Championship. I don't know. I don't know if anyone's like checked on him. I mean, the fact that they're in Hawaii means that he could be out on the range tonight until like, you know, 3 a.m. realistically. Uh, but I mean, I think it was the putter that's pretty much been getting it done for him lately. And the most interesting thing about Haltong is I noticed uh, on one of the post round interviews, they, they asked him about his glasses. He's rocking glasses now, you yes. know, instead of contacts. And you're a glasses wearer, Jacob. You, you have the perfect in insight on this. I, I know. And isn't your wife an optometrist? She is. Yes. So she might have also a good insight as well. But, you know, <laughs> for me personally, it's because COVID happened. I got lazy. I didn't go to the eye doctor when my when my contact subscription ran out. I think it was a similar story with him. He was just, you know, saying that they were making his <laughs> eyes dry. I don't I can't say that my putting's improved since you know, switching over to the glasses full time. But, uh, you know, it, it, I think it worked a little bit for, for how Tong. I saw him rolling in some, some long ones today. He was throwing, it was weird. There were, he threw, so he hit a couple of shots that were absolute darts and then he had a couple of approaches that missed by 40 <laughs> yards. Like he was just all over the place, but when he gets it going, it's exciting. Uh, fun fact. I, I don't like to touch my eyeballs. So contact lenses have never been, I, I can't, I can't stand that. So I did glasses for a long time. I did contacts for just a little bit, and I finally said I can't do this anymore, and I got LASIK done, which is which is the the next step. That's what we saw I, JT do. I couldn't do LASIK. I couldn't sit there because you're fully awake, right? And someone's just oh. shining a laser in your eye. Oh, you're yeah, you're you're aware of what's happening. Yes. I couldn't. Okay, do that. Uh, real quick, guys. Okay, first of all, Rick, newsflash: everybody hates touching their eyeball. Like that's a thing that everybody people hates. seem when to first... do it a lot for not liking it. Well, no, but the thing is, like when you first try it, like your first like ten or twenty revolutions of trying that, it, it's it's really frustrating and annoying, and oh. I hated it. And I walked out. This is when I was a kid. I walked out, and I I literally left without contact lenses because the doctor was like, "You you obviously can't handle this, so you're just gonna wear glasses." Yeah, I think I had that same experience, but I was like twenty five at the time, so it was a little <laughs> bit a little bit different than maybe your situation. Was okay, gentlemen. Let's look at uh, the odds and talk about who has a chance to win this golf tournament with 18 holes to go. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And we're back. We'll flip over to Caesars Sportsbook and kind of a similar situation to what we saw on, what would that have been? Friday night, Jacob, where Russell Henley was close enough to a coin flip now Straight up, even money, plus 100 for Russell Henley to win the Sony Open. He is two shots clear of Hideki Matsuyama at plus 225. And then everybody else is 14 to 1 or longer. Mark Immelman was very keen on Hideki when we talked about him after round two. Now after round three, much shorter odds in much better position to try to steal this thing away if Russell Henley does falter. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't see how it's not Russell Henley or Hideki Matsuyama. Uh, I guess the game that I'd like you guys to play that we always play this time of the week is uh, <laughs> how far back is too far back. And I mean, I think that I think that line's fourteen under, right? Like, it's it's only the fourteens because yeah. there's too many of them. Which which yeah. thinks because I like I would like Kisner. I mean, I was looking through my my pre week notes and I just wrote you know Kisner course question mark and yeah. uh yeah decent Kisner course, but you know yeah I think the fourteen unders are are really what you're looking at. And if it wasn't ah. for a a Hal Tong blow up on the sixteenth hole where he's taking it over a multi million dollar lanai, <laughs> that's a nice looking place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The thing, the thing with the fourteen unders is there's four of them, right? So I would love to say Cam Davis is still in this thing if he goes out and shoots a sixty-two. But then you're talking about him not only making up six shots on Russell Henley, four shots on Hideki Matsuyama, but too many guys in between him and the top of the leaderboard. See us. So when I look at this, the path to a non-Henley, non-Hideki winner is kind of more of what we saw from Russell Henley for the first 12 or 13 holes on Saturday where he kind of struggles. He's stuck in the mud a little bit. And then Hideki does not gain three strokes with the putter. That's the path for the 14s to get back into this thing. Yeah. And I only think there's a couple that can do it. I don't think how Tong Lee and Adam Svensson can get back into this thing. So I, I really think it's a four horse race. Obviously it's, a two horse race, but if to your point, if they falter, I think Matt Kuchar and Seamus power are definitely in this thing. The way Seamus power has been his, his putter hasn't been great through the three rounds, but he's been striking the ball really well. If he finds a hot putter all of a sudden, continues to strike it really well, and suddenly Henley and particularly Hideki aren't hot with the putter, like we know that that's certainly possible. I absolutely think Power could close the gap and then be on the back nine. Maybe he's you know he's two back or one back, and we're having a much different conversation. But to me, there's there's four guys in play here, and and that's it. Yeah, Justin Wright had some stats about short courses this week and how it sets up for Kisner and Matt Kuchar six in the field strokes gained T to green this week. So oh. something to note for the future is that older guys, shorter hitters can get it around here. Guys, guess who is leading the field T to green through three rounds? Please don't look it up. Mm, I mean, it's obvious. I think I already saw it. I mean, it's obvious. It's the guy uh, who's always leading T to green. Yeah, but he's losing like a million strokes putting, right? Because he always guy? loses okay. a million strokes putting, yes. It's Kyle Stanley then, right? Kyle Stanley has gained 8.3 <laughs> strokes tee to green, and he's lost almost six strokes with the putter. Worst and best in the field. Standard well, Kyle Stanley. That's a great That's a great way to make a career on the PGA Tour. It is, Amazing. but do you think, Jacob, if you subbed in for Kyle Stanley this week, yes. putting, you putted for Kyle Stanley this week, yes. you would be better than 32nd yes. right now, which is where he is? I don't think I could be worse. I don't think you could be. I'm, I'm being like I'm legitimately I I serious, could, and I'm terrible at putting. Like I, I try to track my own stats, and that's absolute. Like I'm, I'm a Kyle Stanley. I flush it, uh, but I, <laughs> yeah, I, you're a Kyle absolute Stanley flusher. <laughs> but I still probably could putt better than the professional golfer. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to set that up one of these days. We'll have to figure out a way to do that. Hey, anyway. Kyle, if Kyle's going to be at the PGA show, uh, we're going to be out there in two weeks. So. We'll, we'll go find a, we'll go find a putting green. Yeah. <laughs> you love it. Absolutely love it. We'll live stream it. That'll do it for the round three recap of the Sony open. We'll be back of course, after the final round to break all of the things that we love down for you live. But for now, let me thank Sia Najad who you can find on Twitter at Sia Najad. Let me thank producer Jacob, not only doing the hard work behind the scenes, but the hard work in front of the scenes at 
Jacob underscore Halix on Twitter. And you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.